Welcome back to the weekly Bible reading. This is week 99. This week we're going to read the books of Philippians, Colossians, and 1 Thessalonians. Let's go to God in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for the Bible, your word. We pray as we read these letters that we would understand what it means to be a follower of you, how to live with things that we have in our lives or without things that our lives are focused on you, not on the things of this life. Pray this through Jesus. Amen. Paul's Letter to the Philippians Paul and Timothy, servants of Jesus Christ, to all the saints in Christ Jesus who are at Philippi, with the overseers and servants, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God whenever I remember you, always in every request of mine on behalf of you all, making my requests with joy for your partnership in furtherance of the good news from the first day until now, being confident of this very thing, that he who began a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. It is even right for me to think this way on behalf of all of you, because I have you in my heart, because both in my bonds and in the defense and confirmation of the good news, you all are partakers with me of grace. For God is my witness, how I long after all of you in the tender mercies of Christ Jesus. This I pray, that your love may abound yet more and more in knowledge and all discernment, so that you may approve the things that are excellent, and that you may be sincere and without offense to the day of Christ, being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are through Jesus Christ, to the glory and praise of God. Now I desire to have you know, brothers, that the things which happened to me have turned out rather to the progress of the good news, so that it became evident to the whole palace guard and all the rest that my bonds are in Christ, and that most of the brothers of the Lord, being confident through my bonds, are more abundantly bold to speak the word of God without fear. Some indeed preach Christ even out of envy and strife, and some also out of good will. The former insincerely preach Christ from selfish ambition, thinking that they add affliction to my chains, but the latter out of love, knowing that I am appointed for the defense of the good news. What does it matter? Only that in every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is proclaimed. I rejoice in this, yes, and will rejoice, for I know that this will turn out to my salvation, through your prayers and the supply of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, according to my earnest expectation and hope, that I will in no way be disappointed, but with all boldness, as always, now also Christ will be magnified in my body, whether by life or by death. For to me, to live is Christ, and to die is gain. But if I live on in the flesh, this will bring fruit from my work. Yet I don't know what I will choose. But I am hard-pressed between the two, having the desire to depart and be with Christ, which is far better. Yet to remain in the flesh is more needful for your sake. Having this confident, I know that I will remain, yes, and remain with you all for your progress and joy in the faith, that your rejoicing may abound in Christ Jesus in me, through my presence with you again. Only let your way of life be worthy of the good news of Christ, that whether I come and see you or am absent, I may hear of your state, that you stand firm, in one spirit, 
with one soul striving for the faith of the good news, and in nothing frightened by the adversaries, which is for them a proof of destruction, but to you of salvation, and that from God, because it has been granted to you on behalf of Christ, not only to believe in him, but also to suffer on his behalf, having the same conflict which you saw in me, and now here is in me. Chapter 2 If therefore there is any exhortation in Christ, if any consolation of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any tender mercies and compassion, make my joy full by being like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind, doing nothing through rivalry or through conceit, but in humility, each counting others better than himself, each of you not just looking to his own things, but each of you also to the things of others. Have this in your mind, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, existing in the form of God, didn't consider equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself, taking the form of a servant, being made in the likeness of men, and being found in human form, he humbled himself, becoming obedient to the point of death. Yes, the death of the cross. Therefore God also highly exalted him, and gave to him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of those in heaven, those on earth, and those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. So then, my beloved, even as you have always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you both to will and to work for his good pleasure. Do all things without complaining and arguing, that you may become blameless and harmless, children of God, without defect, in the middle of a crooked and perverse generation, among whom you are seen as lights in the world, holding up the word of life, that I may have something to boast in the day of Christ, that I didn't run in vain nor labor in vain. Yes, and if I am poured out on the sacrifice and service of your faith, I rejoice, and rejoice with you all. In the same way, you also rejoice, and rejoice with me. But I hope in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you soon, that I also may be cheered up when I know how you are doing. For I have no one else like-minded who will truly care about you. For they all seek their own, not the things of Jesus Christ. But you know the proof of him, that as a child serves a father, so he served with me in furtherance of the good news. Therefore I hope to send him at once, as soon as I see how it will go with me. But I trust in the Lord that I myself also will come shortly. But I counted it necessary to send to you Epaphroditus, my brother, fellow worker, fellow soldier, and your apostle and servant of my need, since he longed for you all and was very troubled because you had heard that he was sick. For indeed he was sick, nearly to death. But God had mercy on him, and not on him only, but on me also, that I might not have sorrow on sorrow. I have sent him, therefore, the more diligently, that when you see him again you may rejoice, and that I may be the less sorrowful. Receive him, therefore, in the Lord with all joy, and hold such people in honor, because for the work of Christ he came near to death, risking his life to supply that which was lacking in your service toward me. 
Chapter 3 Finally, my brothers, rejoice in the Lord. To write the same things to you, to me, indeed, is not tiresome, but for you it is safe. Beware of the dogs, beware of the evil workers, beware of the false circumcision. For we are the circumcision, who worship God in the Spirit, and rejoice in Christ Jesus, and have no confidence in the flesh. Though I myself might have confidence even in the flesh, if any other man thinks that he has confidence in the flesh, I yet more circumcise the eighth day of the stock of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, concerning the law, a Pharisee, concerning zeal, persecuting the assembly, concerning the righteousness which is in the law, found blameless. However, I consider those things that were gained to me as a loss for Christ. Yes, most certainly, and I count all things to be a loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I suffer the loss of all things, and count them nothing but refuse, that I may gain Christ, and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own, that which is of the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God by faith, that I may know him, and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings, becoming conformed to his death, if by any means I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. Not that I have already obtained, or am already made perfect, but I press on, that I may take hold of that for which also I was taken hold of by Christ Jesus. Brothers, I don't regard myself as yet having taken hold, but one thing I do, forgetting the things which are behind, and stretching forward to the things which are before, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Let us, therefore, as many as are perfect, think this way. If in anything you think otherwise, God will also reveal that to you. Nevertheless, to the extent that we have already attained, let's walk by the same rule. Let's be of the same mind. Brothers, be imitators together of me. And note those who walk this way, even as you have us, for an example. For many walk, of whom I told you often, and now tell you even weeping, as the enemies of the cross of Christ, whose end is destruction, whose God is the belly, and whose glory is in their shame, who think about earthly things. For our citizenship is in heaven, from where we also wait for a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ who will change the body of our humiliation to be conformed to the body of his glory, according to the working by which he is able even to subject all things to himself. Chapter 4 Therefore, my brothers, beloved, and longed for, my joy and crown, stand firm in the Lord in this way, my beloved. I exhort Iodia and I exhort Syntyche to think in the same way in the Lord. Yes, I beg you also, true partner, help these women, for they labored with me in the good news, with Clement also, and the rest of my fellow workers whose names are in the book of life. Rejoice in the Lord, always. Again I will say, rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. In nothing be anxious, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your thoughts in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers, 
whatever things are true, whatever things are honorable, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, and if there is any praise, think about these things. The things which you learned, received, heard, and saw in me, do these things, and the God of peace will be with you. But I rejoice in the Lord greatly, that now at length you have revived your thought for me, in which you did indeed take thought, but you lacked opportunity. Not that I speak because of lack, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content in it. I know how to be humbled, and I also know how to abound. In everything and in all things I have learned the secret both to be filled and to be hungry, both to abound and to be in need. I can do all things through Christ, who strengthens me. However, you did well that you shared in my affliction. You yourselves also know, you Philippians, that in the beginning of the good news, when I departed from Macedonia, no assembly shared with me in the matter of giving and receiving, but you only. For even in Thessalonica you sent once and again to my need. Not that I seek for the gift, but I seek for the fruit that increases to your account. But I have all things and abound. I am filled, having received from Epaphroditus the things that came from you, a sweet-smelling fragrance, unacceptable and well-pleasing sacrifice to God. My God will supply every need of yours according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Now to our God and Father be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Greet every saint in Christ Jesus. The brothers who are with me greet you. All the saints greet you, especially those who are of Caesar's household. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Paul's Letter to the Colossians Chapter 1 Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, through the will of God, and Timothy our brother, to the saints and faithful brothers in Christ at Colossae, grace to you, and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. We give thanks to God the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you, having heard of your faith in Christ Jesus, and of the love which you have toward all the saints, because of the hope which is laid up for you in the heavens, of which you heard before in the word of truth, of the good news, which has come to you, even as it is in all the world, and is bearing fruit and growing, as it does in you also, since the day you heard, and knew the grace of God in truth even as you learned of Epaphras, our beloved fellow-servant, who is a faithful servant of Christ on your behalf, who also declared to us your love in the Spirit. For this cause we also, since the day we heard this, don't cease praying and making requests for you, that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding, that you may walk worthily of the Lord, to please him in all respects, bearing fruit in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all power, according to the might of his glory, for all endurance and perseverance with joy, giving thanks to the Father who made us fit to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who delivered us out of the power of darkness, and translated us into the kingdom of the Son of his love, in whom we have our redemption, 
the forgiveness of our sins. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him all things were created in the heavens and on the earth, visible things and invisible things, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things are held together. He is the head of the body, the assembly, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things we might have the preeminence, for all the fullness was pleased to dwell in him, and through him to reconcile all things to himself by him, whether things on the earth or things in the heavens, having made peace through the blood of his cross. You, being in past times alienated and enemies in your mind and your evil deeds, yet now he has reconciled in the body of his flesh through death, to present you holy and without defect and blameless before him. If it is so that you continue in the faith, grounded and steadfast, and not moved away from the hope of the good news which you heard, which is being proclaimed in all creation under heaven, of which I, Paul, was made a servant. Now I rejoice in my sufferings for your sake, and fill up on my part that which is lacking of the afflictions of Christ in my flesh for his body's sake, which is the assembly of which I was made a servant according to the stewardship of God, which was given me toward you to fulfill the word of God, the mystery which has been hidden for ages and generations, but now it has been revealed to his saints, to whom God was pleased to make known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. We proclaim him, admonishing every man and teaching every man in all wisdom, that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus, for which I also labor, striving according to his working, which works in me mightily. Chapter 2 for I desire to have you know how greatly I struggle for you, and for those at Laodicea, and for as many as have not seen my face in the flesh, that their hearts may be comforted, they being knit together in love, and gaining all riches of the full assurance of understanding, that they may know the mystery of God, both of the Father and of Christ, in whom all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge are hidden, now I say this, that no one may delude you with persuasiveness of speech. For though I am absent in the flesh, yet I am with you in the spirit, rejoicing, and seeing your order and the steadfastness of your faith in Christ. As therefore you receive Christ Jesus the Lord, walk in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, even as you were taught, abounding in it in thanksgiving. Be careful that you don't let anyone rob you through his philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men, after the elements of the world, and not after Christ. For in him all the fullness of the deity dwells bodily, and in him you are made full, who is the head of all principality and power. In him you were also circumcised with a circumcision not made with hands, in the putting off of the body of the sins of the flesh, in the circumcision of Christ, having been buried with him in baptism, in which you were also raised with him through faith in the working of God who raised him from the dead. You were dead through your trespasses 
and the uncircumcision of your flesh. He made you alive together with him, having forgiven us all our trespasses, wiping out the handwriting in ordinances which was against us. He has taken it out of the way, nailing it to the cross. Having stripped the principalities and the powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Let no one therefore judge you in eating, or in drinking, or with respect to a feast day, or a new moon, or a Sabbath day, which are a shadow of the things to come. But the body is Christ's. Let no one rob you of your prize by self-abasement and worshipping of the angels, dwelling in the things which he has not seen, vainly puffed up by his fleshly mind, and not holding firmly to the head, from whom all the body, being supplied and knit together through the joints and ligaments, grows with God's growth. If you died with Christ from the elements of the world, why, as though living in the world, do you subject yourselves to ordinances? Don't handle, nor taste, nor touch, all of which perish with use, according to the precepts and doctrines of men. These things indeed appear like wisdom in self-imposed worship, humility, and severity to the body, but aren't of any value against the indulgence of the flesh. Chapter 3 If then you were raised together with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is, seated on the right hand of God. Set your mind on the things that are above, not on the things that are on the earth. For you died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, our life, is revealed, then you will also be revealed with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, your members, which are on the earth, sexual immorality, uncleanness, depraved passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. For these things' sake the wrath of God comes on the children of disobedience. You also once walked in those, when you lived in them. But now you also put them all away, anger, wrath, malice, slander, and shameful speaking out of your mouth. Don't lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old man with his doings, and have put on the new man, who is being renewed in knowledge after the image of his Creator. Where there can't be Greek and Jew, circumcision and uncircumcision, barbarian, Scythian, bondservant, or free person, but Christ is all and in all. Put on, therefore, as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, a heart of compassion, kindness, lowliness, humility, and perseverance, bearing with one another and forgiving each other, if any man has a complaint against any, even as Christ forgave you, so you also do. Above all these things, walk in love, which is the bond of perfection, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you were called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, in all wisdom, teaching, and admonishing one another with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your heart to the Lord. Whatever you do, in word or in deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Wives, be in subjection to your husbands, as is fitting in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives, and don't be bitter against them. Children, obey your parents in all things, 
for this pleases the Lord. Fathers, don't provoke your children, so that they won't be discouraged. Servants, obey in all things those who are your masters according to the flesh, not just when they are looking, as men-pleasers, but in singleness of heart, fearing God. And whatever you do, work heartily, as for the Lord, and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance, for you serve the Lord Christ. But he who does wrong will receive again for the wrong that he has done, and there is no partiality. Chapter 4 Masters, give to your servants that which is just and equal, knowing that you also have a master in heaven. Continue steadfastly in prayer, watching in it with thanksgiving, praying together for us also, that God may open to us a door for the word, to speak the mystery of Christ, for which I am also in bonds, that I may reveal it as I ought to speak. Walk in wisdom toward those who are outside, redeeming the time. Let your speech always be with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how you ought to answer each one. All my affairs will be made known to you by Tychicus, the beloved brother, faithful servant, and fellow bondservant in the Lord. I am sending him to you for this very purpose, that he may know your circumstances and comfort your hearts, together with Onesimus, the faithful and beloved brother, who is one of you. They will make known to you everything that is going on here. Aristarchus, my fellow prisoner, greets you, and Mark, the cousin of Barnabas, concerning whom you receive commandments, if he comes to you, receive him. And Jesus, who is called Justice, these are my only fellow workers for God's kingdom who are of the circumcision, men who have been a comfort to me. Epaphras, who is one of you, a servant of Christ, salutes you, always striving for you in his prayers, that you may stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. For I testify about him that he has great zeal for you, and for those in Laodicea, and for those in Hierapolis. Luke, the beloved physician, and Demas greet you. Greet the brothers who are in Laodicea, and Nymphus, and the assembly that is in his house. When this letter has been read among you, cause it to be read also in the assembly of the Laodiceans, and that you also read the letter from Laodicea. Tell Archippus, Take heed to the ministry which you have received in the Lord, that you fulfill it. The salutation of me, Paul, with my own hand. Remember my bonds. Grace be with you. Amen. Paul's First Letter to the Thessalonians Chapter 1 Paul, Silvanus, and Timothy to the assembly of the Thessalonians in God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace to you, and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. We always give thanks to God for all of you, mentioning you in our prayers, remembering without ceasing your work of faith and labor of love and perseverance of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ, before our God and Father. We know, brothers, loved by God, that you are chosen and that our good news came to you not in word only, but also in power, and in the Holy Spirit, and with much assurance. You know what kind of men we showed ourselves to be among you for your sake. You became imitators of us, and of the Lord, having received the word in much affliction, with joy of the Holy Spirit, 
so that you became an example to all who believe in Macedonia and in Achaia. For from you the word of the Lord has been declared, not only in Macedonia and Achaia, but also in every place your faith toward God has gone out, so that we need not say anything. For they themselves report concerning us what kind of a reception we had from you, and how you turned to God from idols to serve a living and true God, and to wait for his Son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, Jesus, who delivers us from the wrath to come. Chapter 2 For you yourselves know, brothers, our visit to you wasn't in vain. But having suffered before and been shamefully treated, as you know, at Philippi, we grew bold in our God to tell you the good news of God in much comfort. For our exhortation is not of error, nor of uncleanness, nor in deception, but even as we have been approved by God to be entrusted with the good news, so we speak, not as pleasing men, but God, who tests our hearts. For neither were we at any time found using words of flattery, as you know, nor a cloak of covetous, God is witness, nor seeking glory from men, neither from you nor from others, when we might have claimed authority as apostles of Christ. But we were gentle among you, like a nursing mother cherishes her own children. Even so, affectionately longing for you, we were well pleased to impart to you not the good news of God only, but also our own souls, because you had become very dear to us. If you remember, brothers, our labor and travail, for working night and day, that we might not burden any of you, we preach to you the good news of God. You are witnesses with God, how holy, righteously, and blamelessly we behaved ourselves toward you who believe. As you know, we exhorted, comforted, and implored every one of you, as a father does his own children, to the end that you should walk worthily of God, who calls you into his own kingdom and glory. For this cause we also thank God without ceasing, that when you received from us the word of the message of God, you accepted it not as the word of men, but as it is in truth the word of God, which also works in you who believe. For you, brothers, became imitators of the assemblies of God which are in Judea in Christ Jesus. For you also suffered the same things from your own countrymen, even as they did from the Jews, who both killed the Lord Jesus and their own prophets, and drove us out, and don't please God, and are contrary to all men, forbidding us to speak to the Gentiles that they may be saved, to fill up their sins always. But wrath has come on them to the uttermost. But we, brothers, being bereaved of you for a short season, in presence, not in heart, tried even harder to see your face with great desire, because we wanted to come to you, indeed I, Paul, once and again. But Satan hindered us. For what is our hope, our joy, our crown of rejoicing? Isn't it even you, before our Lord Jesus, at his coming? For you are our glory and our joy. Chapter 3. Therefore, when we couldn't stand it any longer, we thought it good to be left behind at Athens alone, and sent Timothy, our brother and God's servant in the good news of Christ, to establish you and to comfort you concerning your faith, that no one would be moved by these afflictions. For you know that we are appointed in this task, for most certainly when we were with you, we told you beforehand that we are to suffer affliction, even as it happened, and you know. 
For this cause I also, when I couldn't stand it any longer, sent, that I might know your faith, for fear that by any means the tempter had tempted you, and our labor would have been in vain. But when Timothy came just now to us from you, and brought us glad news of your faith and love, and that you have good memories of us always, longing to see us, even as we also long to see you, for this cause, brothers, we were comforted over you in all our distress and affliction through your faith. For now we live, if you stand fast in the Lord. For what thanksgiving can we render again to God for you, for all the joy with which we rejoice for your sakes before our God, night and day, praying exceedingly that we may see your face, and may perfect that which is lacking in your faith. Now may our God and Father himself, and our Lord Jesus Christ, direct our way to you. May the Lord make you increase and abound in love toward one another, and toward all men, even as we also do toward you. To the end, he may establish in your hearts blameless in holiness before our God and Father, at the coming of our Lord Jesus, with all his saints. Chapter 4 Finally, then, brothers, we beg and exhort you in the Lord Jesus, that as you receive from us how you ought to walk and please God, that you abound more and more. For you know what instructions we gave you through the Lord Jesus, for this is the will of God, your sanctification, that you abstain from sexual immorality, that each one of you know how to control his own body in sanctification and honor, not in the passion of lust, even as the Gentiles who don't know God, that no one should take advantage of and wrong a brother or sister in this matter, because the Lord is an avenger in all these things. As also we forewarned you and testified, for God called us not for uncleanness, but in sanctification. Therefore he who rejects this doesn't reject man, but God, who has also given his Holy Spirit to you. But concerning brotherly love, you have no need that one write to you, for you yourselves are taught by God to love one another, for indeed you do it toward all the brothers who are in Macedonia. But we exhort you, brothers, that you abound more and more, and that you make it your ambition to lead a quiet life, and to do your own business, and to work with your own hands, even as we instructed you, that you may walk properly toward those who are outside, and may have need of nothing. But we don't want you to be ignorant, brothers, concerning those who have fallen asleep, so that you don't grieve like the rest, who have no hope, for if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep in Jesus. For this we tell you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will in no way precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself would descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with God's trumpet. The dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds, to meet the Lord in the air. So we will be with the Lord forever. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. Chapter 5 But concerning the times and the seasons, brothers, you have no need that anything be written to you. For you yourselves know well that the day of the Lord comes like a thief in the night. For when they are saying, Peace and safety! Then sudden destruction will come on them, like birth pains on a pregnant woman. Then they will in no way escape. 
but you, brothers, aren't in darkness, that the day should overtake you like a thief. You are all children of light, and children of the day. We don't belong to the night, nor to darkness. So then let's not sleep, as the rest do, but let's watch and be sober. For those who sleep, sleep in the night, and those who are drunk, are drunk in the night. But since we belong to the day, let's be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and for a helmet, the hope of salvation. For God didn't appoint us to wrath, but to the obtaining of salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. Therefore, exhort one another, and build each other up, even as you also do. But we beg you, brothers, to know those who labor among you, and are over you in the Lord, and admonish you, and to respect and honor them in love for their work's sake. Be at peace among yourselves. We exhort you, brothers, admonish the disorderly, encourage the faint-hearted, support the weak, be patient toward all. See that no one returns evil for evil to anyone, but always follow after that which is good, for one another and for all. Always rejoice. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus toward you. Don't quench the spirit. Don't despise prophecies. Test all things, and hold firmly that which is good. Abstain from every form of evil. May the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful, who will also do it. Brothers, pray for us. Greet all the brothers with a holy kiss. I solemnly command you, by the Lord, that this letter be read to all the holy brothers. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. Well, that's our reading for this week. I look forward to reading with you again next week.